All right, everyone, welcome to the Connected Car Holiday Meetup. My name is Matt, head of marketing here at Mutual Mobile, and really excited to have all of you here to celebrate Connected Cars during the holiday season. So thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedules. Really excited to have all of you here. Uh, here at Mutual Mobile, we're really looking forward to sharing a lot more about the Internet of Things, connected car technology, and how that will impact your transportation for the future. So uh, sit tight, relax, and get ready for some really exciting uh, information and research about traffic management for autonomous vehicles. We've got two great uh, guests here from the University of Texas at Austin who are doing some wonderful postdoctoral research around uh, that very topic. So with that being said, I will hand it off to Blake from Binley for a quick introduction as well. Thank you, thank you. Hey guys, great to be here tonight in Austin. Uh, we've been traveling around the country this last few months. Uh, stirring up the community and developers, entrepreneurs all over the place for this connected, this exciting space of connected car and autonomous vehicles. I work for a company called Vinley. I had developer relations there. And we actually produce a product that connects your car, connects any car built uh, after 1996 in the US and 2001 in Europe. And the device actually plugs into the OBD port. Uh, and then the back end is a, develop, a platform for developers. We have APIs available and mobile SDKs, web SDKs, where you can build applications that take the data from the car and for Vinley's cloud and allow you to either enhance the apps you have and build integrations to Vinley or create a whole new apps that would take advantage of the fact you have a connected car with Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, um, accelerometer, and GPS all embedded under the dashboard. So with connected cars, we think uh, there's a great opportunity to take all these cars on the streets, creating this traffic jam in Austin and make them more efficient, more safe, more fun, and get us on the path towards that autonomous future that uh, Michael's going to talk about in just a minute. So we like to think that uh, this is part of your moving. This is a, like an exciting time where companies like Mutual Mobile are getting, getting involved. Thousands and thousands of developers we met with around the world are looking at this as an opportunity to connect those 700 million cars on the road today and kind of every step along the way to that autonomous future, there are opportunities for developers, entrepreneurs, agencies, web shops, and all sorts of others to uh, take advantage of that. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest from Austin's, or UT Austin's AI lab here in the city. Uh, tonight we have Michael Albert and Guni Sharon. We're going to, uh, they're both postdocs, uh, researchers at the AI lab, working with Peter Stone, and the current project's related to uh, a project for TxDOT, that's Texas Department of Transportation, for those out of state. And uh, they deal with uh, multi-agent um, robotics and, these systems and the, the interaction of these systems autonomously. Uh, one of those application domains, as you might guess, is autonomous cars, autonomous and connected cars. And their use, their, their research kind of touches on the use and applications in this transition period, which may be anywhere from five to 15 years by different estimates. So please welcome our guest. Thank you, Thank you very much. Uh, so um, this is joint work with, with uh, Guni Sharon and Peter Stone and many others. So we're uh, stepping into this project um, kind of on the shoulders of a bunch of people. It's an ongoing project. I think the original work uh, for some of this was done a decade ago. Um, so we're, you know, we're uh, joined the project this past August. Um, so there's, uh, we're going to present work that's not our own, that's uh, work that's been done earlier in the project. but. Um, uh, we don't want to take credit for it. We'll try to point out where we're trying, where we're contributing specifically. Um, and this work was is done uh, is being funded by the Texas Department of Transportation. Um, so, the objectives of the project is to optimize a variety of traffic measurements. Uh, specifically, we want to 
use the unique capabilities of connected and autonomous vehicles to maximize traffic throughput through the road network, maximize safety, minimize delays, and minimize fuel consumption. And we want to do this by exploiting the unique capabilities of autonomous vehicles. And not only autonomous, but also uh, connected and autonomous vehicles. So I know a lot of people in this room um, are very interested in, in connected vehicles as a transitionary step to autonomous vehicles. And a lot of our research applies directly to connected vehicles, even manually driven connected vehicles. So the unique capabilities that we're going to take advantage of are uh, vehicle-to-infrastructure communication, V2I communication, and vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle communication. So both of these points um, apply equally well to autonomous vehicles and connected vehicles. Um, and then with autonomous vehicles, we want to take advantage of the precision of control that, that autonomous vehicles have. The ability to very precisely uh, estimate their future position and to kind of guarantee that they're going to be at a certain spot at a certain time. So we're going to go through and, and look at kind of two paradigms, or really three paradigms for doing this. The first is, is work that we're building on top of. And this is going to be an intersection management system that's going to be specific to autonomous vehicles. Um, the reason that we, we look at, at intersections is because they're often a bottleneck, especially for city traffic. So when you're not on the expressway, uh, you're most of the time going to be, you know, your big delays are going to be at traffic lights, stop signs, things like that. And so if you can increase the throughput of, of such intersections, then you can significantly reduce congestion without any additional pavement on the ground. Uh, you can have much better utilization of existing infrastructure. So the way we do that is by coordinating cars passing through an intersection. Um, we know that there's a lot of space in an intersection. And many cars can pass through without hitting each other at the same time. So if a car is going straight and a car is uh, turning right from another lane, there's no reason those two should wait on each other. Um, and given that uh, autonomous vehicles allow for very high driving precision and, and very advanced communication capabilities, they can communicate with the intersection manager or the intersection and ensure that they're going to have a safe path to the intersection. I will have a video to show you how this will work. Uh, so here's a simulation of this intersection manager in, um, in use. And as you can see, vehicles are kind of interleaving through each other. Honestly, if you were in one of these cars, it might be a little bit terrifying. But uh, the idea here is that autonomous vehicles will be able to reserve space for the intersection. So we take the intersection, and then we chop it up into a grid. And each autonomous vehicle, when they're approaching the intersection, will ask for certain, grid or certain blocks of the grid at certain times. And as long as that block of the grid is free, then they're guaranteed to not uh, collide with any other vehicle. Um, and when they, so they'll request a reservation through the intersection. If they receive it, they continue on, guaranteed of their safety. And if um, they uh, don't receive it, then they have to wait, slow down, request another intersection or another reservation. So this has been applied not just in simulation, but also uh, by a applying a mixed reality simulation model. So UT Austin, we're in the um, the artificial intelligence lab, the Learning Agents Research Group, um, and. One of their big projects over the past decade has been the development of an autonomous vehicle. It's participated in the DARPA challenge, uh, and uh, this is the platform right here. It's a full-size autonomous vehicle. Um, so this 
we only had one, so we couldn't implement the full intersection manager with multiple cars. But what we did, so this is uh, the, uh, the autonomous vehicle participating in the DARPA Urban Challenge. In fact, some of the creators of Mutual Mobile, uh, the host for this event, participated in the programming of the car for this particular event. Uh, the uh, preceding researchers took this car and then integrated it with a simulation so uh, that its position on the road corresponded to the position of the simulation and they were able to have the car um, safely navigate an intersection with simulated cars all crossing in a very limited space. So, uh, so this is uh, the video of them going through the simulation uh, and Granted, they're all simulation cars, so there's no crash, but there's no crash in the simulation either. Everything proceeds smoothly. So this works really well for, for lightly congested intersections. So uh, the, the kind of intersection, excuse me, that has um, a, uh, a good bit of space between cars approaching the intersection, because very few cars have to slow down. So before we get to that, I want to mention one other application of this research is dynamic lane reversal. So this, uh, this reservation policy can apply not just to space in intersections, but to potentially also to space in lanes going the wrong direction. So you might have an intersection with you know, roughly equal lanes divided going, going in and coming out, but during certain times, you can reserve space in those intersections for autonomous vehicles. Uh, uh, all moving in, in one direction, so dynamically reallocate lane space. So the focus of Goonie and I is market-based mechanisms for connected and autonomous vehicles. Uh, my focus specifically is auction-based intersection management. So we have this intersection manager that works very well for relatively light throughput uh, for fully connected autonomous vehicles. However, if you have a lot of congestion, it's still not clear how to give priority. You can get a lot of, still uh, fairly heavy levels of congestion. Further, oftentimes when people are driving, they have different values of time. So if somebody's trying to get to the airport, they might be in quite a hurry. But if there's a family going out for ice cream, they might be willing to wait quite a bit longer. Um, so the... Uh, Intuition and the idea for this research is that we should have a way to allow people who, who have a higher value of time in that moment, for whatever reason, to move to the intersection faster. And, and this might involve you know, the transfer of real money or something, but it also might involve transfer of credits for quality purposes. Um, so let's say we had an example intersection with cars waiting to go. And the numbers on these, all these cars correspond to the value of the time for that particular vehicle. If you can see this, you can see that, that B right here has a value of 30. It's the highest value of all cars waiting, so it should probably go. However, after that, it gets a little bit complicated. Uh, so you could let G, which has a value of 20, go behind B. But there's a car over here with a value of 30. Um, and but it's blocked by a car with a value of 10, so do you let the car with a value of 10 go before the car with a value of 20? Uh, all these numbers are, could be dollars per hour, could be, could be credits um, that, they, that they are willing to give up for the, going through this intersection. Uh, but it's a, it's a complicated problem. 
So what we're doing is we are creating an auction mechanism that guarantees that all cars have a strict incentive to tell exactly how much they value going through this intersection. This can be done uh, autonomously uh, and set when you get into the car itself. So the car can have a button that says high priority, low priority, mid priority, whatever, which it knows corresponds to a certain value of time and bids on your behalf accordingly. This could also be uh, done using an app on your phone. If you're willing to, to use a phone with a connected, uh, with some, like the, the Vinley connected dongle uh, to communicate to the uh, intersection manager that you want to go a certain direction and you have a certain value of time and phases of traffic lights could be set based on, on this auction that is run. What this amounts to is effectively a very specific toll. We're very used to tolls when it comes to uh, you know, manually driven vehicles, but this is a toll that's dependent on whether or not there are other cars waiting at the intersection, whether or not you're turning left or you're turning right, um, and whether or not there's somebody behind you who wants to go as well. For the rest of the road network, we're looking at adaptive micro-tolling. So between any two locations, my house, the grocery store, for example, there are lots of possible routes. Um, and I'll normally choose the shortest route based on you know, no traffic conditions if I'm making the decision. However, autonomous vehicles can take a lot more information into consideration. So for example, uh, they can take into account real-time updated traffic conditions uh, reported by, by the existing infrastructure. Um, and in addition to that, they can take into account very finely grained tolls. So we could potentially toll every single link in a road network. So what I mean by that is every single segment of road between intersections could have its own uniquely specified toll. And an autonomous vehicle or a connected vehicle with some kind of routing app could make routing decisions based on a global view of both the traffic and uh, the tolls that apply to each specific link. And if we can get the right tolls, then we can increase throughput throughout the entire uh, and then throughout the entire road network. And if we redistribute uh, the money we collect in tolls by reducing taxes in other areas, or if we use some kind of credit-based system that doesn't have a necessarily a monetary equivalent, we can increase social welfare and social efficiency by more efficiently using, utilizing the road network. So we have an example here of, of a tolled road network. Um, so the, idea, the, the basic uh, idea of this example is that there's two destinations. There's one going off to the right, uh, maybe that's a school, and there's one going off to the left, maybe that's downtown dining and shopping. And in the morning, everybody goes to the school, and at night, everybody goes downtown to go shopping and go, go out to eat. And so in the morning, uh, we have a lot of traffic moving to the right. Um, however, people can go to the left and go kind of a roundabout way to get over to, uh, to the school. But without a toll, they're, they're unlikely to choose that route. However, if, so we, what we want to do to toll this, uh, this network um, appropriately is we want to place a toll on this link right here, the toll that gets you to go to school in the morning. However, if we do that, then in the, in the evening when... Uh, when people go to dinner, then they're going to face a toll that's completely unnecessary. So we want it to be able to adjust dynamically throughout the day. So if we place a toll in this network, we see a 10% improvement. And 10% may not sound like a lot, but this is in addition to 
all of the other improvements we get from autonomous vehicles. These, in this simulation, all vehicles are routing autonomously. We're using the full intersection manager that we showed that, uh, that increases throughput through intersections. So we have all the possible advantages. And on top of that, we get a 10% increase. This number up here in the corner, this average uh, uh, time is the amount of time that it takes to get through the network. And um, it's about four seconds or about 10% faster for the, for the told situation. So this is a fairly simple network where you can pretty clearly see where you should place the toll and have an idea of how much you should place it. However, we can do this on very large networks. So this is a much larger network with cars coming in from all possible directions. Um, and it's completely unclear where you should place the toll, what the congestible links, what the, the bottlenecks are going to be. Uh, so um, Guni, uh, my colleague, has developed a system to learn the proper tolls over time. So right now on the left is the tolling situation. Starting out there is no possible, there is no toll on the network. However, over time uh, the system observes the amount of traffic, it observes the uh, travel time of the cars, and it learns the toll that's going to optimally uh, set the, uh, or optimally route traffic throughout the network. What you end up seeing is after the, the simulation learns a toll, this is roughly 500 seconds of simulation time, so about nine minutes. Um, it learns a toll in about nine minutes, and we again see a 10% improvement with no tweaking of tolls, no human involvement. Uh, this is all learned on the fly. Um, and yes, there's still congestion, as one of my colleagues likes to say, you can't put 10 pounds of sugar in a five pound sack. Uh, but we do see a significant improvement, even with all the other benefits of autonomous vehicles. So the takeaway from this um, is that autonomous vehicles allow for better utilization of current infrastructure. And not just autonomous vehicles, but also connected vehicles. Uh, vehicles that can route intelligently, that can take a global view of the system and incorporate uh, many different areas of information, um, allow us to increase throughput, decrease travel time, decrease delays, increase social efficiency. Uh, using existing infrastructure without, without building out an additional, you know, another square foot of pavement. Uh, so there's many promising directions of this research for exploiting autonomous vehicles capabilities. We don't have time to go into them in this presentation, but we're happy to discuss it afterwards. Um, we want to thank uh, Mutual Mobile and Vinley for having us, so we really appreciate it. It's been great being here. Thank you.